Before today's episode, I wish to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, and recognise their continued connection to the beautiful land and sea. I'd also like to pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging, and I extend this acknowledgement to the traditional owners of the land my listeners are on. Welcome to Ritual the Podcast, your cottage in the woods, a sacred space for the witches, the healers, the magical folk to meet and speak of wisdom, witchery and old world magic, where people come to learn, to hear stories, to share secrets and to be free to be their true selves. Welcome to Ritual. <laughs> Are we gonna start off with a big? <laughs> no, we're gonna start. No. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Ritual. My name is Amy Harvey, and I am very excited to be here today because I have got such a wonderful guest with me. <laughs> I don't know why that's become a joke for you. Like, it's not oh, a joke. Pani's here. Oh, Pani will be with me again. Now I'm excited to be no, here. No, we were actually saying but before you know that we haven't done an episode together for ages, I, know, I think. so long. <laughs> I know. And I'm uber grateful to be here with you. I would be too. On this night. A cozy, snuggly winter's night. Uh, we've got the fire going. Uh, we've got um, the the heaters on as well. Um, yeah, it's all cold and chilly outside, and we're here snuggled on the floor in the living room of our abode. Yeah, it took like four hours for us to actually be able to record this podcast episode as well. This is true. If you are experiencing any um, technical difficulties, yeah, like weird uh, issues with uh, sound, like it might have just got louder just there now. Um, is because there was some weird issue with the microphone that we always use because it went going. Yeah, it was being weird. Also, if, Patty takes a really long time to do anything. I have many jobs and many tasks in this house, and I have many jobs and many tasks mm. in order to get in order to get ready for uh, uh, this. Yeah, he did. He you did your homework to that. No, 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 just like setting up. All the stuff, making sure Amy's had a massage, foot rubs, cups off. of tea, all the stuff. You, have to do. you know what it's like, lads, uh, whenever you're trying to look after your woman. Uh, how have you been? I've been good. I have been good. You look, sorry, always... you look like you were going to say something very important. There, no, no. <laughs> I, no, I always have to think about that. I have been good. It's school holidays at the moment, so that is fun everyone yeah it's fun it is fun it's just our kids are just very intense it's just hectic all the time (laughs) the top the top two are very intense yeah um but um it's kind of like uh an interestingly nice change of pace it's nice in the morning oh i'm talking (laughs) it's nice in the morning It's nice Sorry, to... hold on. Let me just. <laughs> it's nice in the morning. It's nice in the morning mm. to like not have anywhere to be, not have to do lunch boxes and like all that stuff. 
it's nice to kind of just go slow, I feel. Mm, it is. But then you've got, you know, not only do you have to use your brain to like live and work, you then have to use your brain to go, right, what are we going to do yeah. today? Um, but I think it's been good. I think I, actually, to be honest, the kids have had a, a nice few times so far. It's just been crazy. We've still got another four week. days. Yeah, four. Okay. <laughs> it's very specific there for me, Amy. Um, How have you been? me mm. good um uh how have i been i have been hmm i want to give you a good answer here i have been good there have been moments of uh you know panic and stress with work and whatnot um but i took a day off the other day which is hard to do for anyone who runs your own business yeah uh, i think you might know about that it's hard mm-hmm. to take a day off and i took a day off I say a day off. I spent the whole day with Port. I had 30 minutes by myself. That said, that 30 minutes was listening to binaural music, closing my eyes, and it was mm. so perfect. Um, and I think that fueled me a bit. Um, mm-hmm. So I have been good. Uh, my business partner was away for two and a half weeks, so it it put a lot of uh, pressure <laughs> on me. Mm-hmm. But I have been good because I have got you, um for those of you who don't know i am blessed with having the most magnificent wife in the world <laughs> um so whenever shit hits the fan it's always lovely to have uh amy here with me um, Thank you. uh so my yeah it's it, it made it it made it a lot easier but no i've been good I, I actually to be honest i've actually enjoyed these school holidays because i don't know why it's been, you know, it's always a bit intense, but I've I've, I've actually enjoyed these school holidays. That's good. Mm. And I've got set days. And also I'm going to Brisbane for a night. Yeah, that helps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going away for the night. Uh, for work. I'm not like going to mm. just hang out. Um, but anyway, what are we doing? What, what, what's, 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 well, what's, what's happening? actually, before we start, I just wanted to say... Um, a really big thank you to everyone that went to witch school on last weekend. I think it was time is gone now. Um, but I know I actually, uh, I know that a lot of you, um, wait, what well, I'm going to rephrase. <laughs> All right. I think a simple thank you has now become something very weird <laughs> on behalf of I'm Amy not good and the at entire time. <laughs> I'm not good at night. Once it gets to like seven, seven thirty, my brain checks out. So and I don't it's know nine, why nine you film these at night. What I'm trying to say Amy's is, about to this. turn into a toadstool. <laughs> why? <laughs> Maybe mushroom. Just sitting in the forest until tomorrow um, morning. No, I was going to say that I spoke to a lot of people there who listened to the podcast, and I just wanted to say it was so nice to meet all of you, um, and also be able to teach all cool magical witchy things over that weekend mm. and yeah i'm super grateful for everyone that came and that came and said hello and um said beautiful things about the podcast and also complimented you so for those of you who did compliment me <laughs> i would just like to extend my gratitude to you um uh, for those of you who had the opportunity to meet amy at witch school i would also like to um extend to you uh your welcome uh, because um, it meant that I was in the house for two days 
with no car uh, and the kids. And I had lots of fun, but you're welcome for me lending you this woman uh, yeah. so she could shine a light mm-hmm. on everything. But I did hear about compliments. I'm very, very grateful. I think it's very lovely. And um, that's it. We didn't have to talk that about that. People <laughs> were like, you know, um, you know, grateful, almost, <laughs> almost grateful. That Someone I actually said, tell Patty he's amazing. And I said, no. <laughs> and it's actually funny because Amy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, it's actually funny because Amy said, someone said to tell you that you're amazing and I wrote I know and Amy wrote back I told her that you said that already (laughs) (laughs) but you know if you can't love yourself you can't love anyone else anyway let's move on because right we're we're busy we've We've got got things to do I don't know tonight. standing around here so we're back the tinfoil hats are on the metaphorical ones metaphorical ones tonight Um, And I'm actually super pumped about the topic that I have chosen. Of course you are. Yeah. Why would you have picked a born one that you weren't excited about? I don't know. Some people do. Um, But yeah, I'm excited. So who's going first? Have you got two or one? Oh, we're doing conspiracy theories, by the way. Oh, great. (laughs) Did I not say that? Sorry. And tonight's episode topic is... Um, we keep talking are we saying topics now or do we just dive into it please stop no you have to keep talking while the theme music's going on Ah, which one are we doing oh my gosh stop sorry do you want to go first do you want me to go first let's get this have you got one or two i have one but it's broken up into two parts uh let's do part one now am i going first Yes. Okay. So my topic tonight is time travel. (laughs) So there are so many different theories about whether or not time travel exists or not. Um, There, it has actually been scientifically proven that you, you can time travel if you, I think go at a certain speed in the future or some blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I didn't really read that much. But the scientist people did say that it is actually a possibility for time travel to occur. Can I say some things? Yeah. Before we start. And there are theories. So I saw something that Brian Cox, the physicist spoke about. Yeah. Which was if you were to put a completely synchronized watch on a child when they're born and a completely synchronized watch to that one on the mother uh, when the child was born yeah in about 25 30 years time they would have different times on them why because I, this is the thing that blows my mind is because they actually because the two people travel at different times how does that happen i don't know but that's what they're talking about because that's how they're saying how uh, multiverses or parallel universes can exist yeah well that's part of what i'm, I'm not trying to, i'm not trying to like no, no, spoil no. your thing it's such a big topic fire Whoa. because and the, and that's why i found it hard to kind of like pick what i was going to talk about so i yeah. have different examples of how things have occurred um so yeah it's a big topic and i think you know what to be honest i think that time travel yeah, they've said, yes, it can happen, but I feel like as if they're going to tell us whether or not they're doing it or not, you know, like it's such a big thing and to be able to alter 
the past or the future or to know what's going on, there's absolutely no way in hell the government would let us know that it was a thing, you know? Like yeah. what, a, what a weapon to be able to know what's going to happen in the future. Do we give our opinions now or later? You can give your opinion. I don't know if I could go, I'm going to travel back to 1922 or I can necessarily travel forward but i do and i will i don't usually express my own opinion yeah i do believe there may be maybe uh the ability to travel to a parallel universe which runs at a different sequence in time like the spideyverse right so it's like an alternate yeah an alternate version <laughs> of what we're in I wouldn't say like I'd be able to go back to, you know, uh, the Battle of Hastings in 1066 and, you know, kill the king with a gun. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't think that that's possible because that's already happened. And what is in the future hasn't well, actually happened yet. But I, there may be the possibility that there are, you know, timelines that are running parallel to each other that you can jump over to. Maybe. Well, I've got... In the first half, I have two different examples of time travel experiences that have occurred. Um, how they are explained, they're not. They're not explained, but they are. They are explained. How they explained they're, not. they're not. But they're yeah, they're interesting things that have occurred that kind of just make you wonder what the hell is going on. Okay. So let's just dive into it, shall we? Let's go down. So the first one is about a man called Sergei, oh, here we go, Ponomarento. Ponomarento. Sergei Ponomarento. Mm. So in 2006, a man turned up in Kiev, Ukraine, and he told. Kiev. 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 I thought it was Kiev. Yeah, so did I. And then whenever the war broke out, Kiev was actually like more the the, the Russian way oh. of saying it or something like that. Like it was so that was all Kiev. And now that's oh, why whenever you're in the shops, they're now, now they're now called chicken caves. No, they're not. And they're spelt like Kiev. Oh uh, well, I didn't know that. I should I didn't know that. So I'm just gonna go with Kiev. Um which are delicious which <laughs> a delicious treat Garnicky, if you happen to have that for dinner chicken. anyway so he rocked up and he told authorities i don't know how he got into the hands of authorities there's no explanation about this but anyway he was with authorities and he told them he was actually born in 1932 he was wearing clothes from that era and he was holding he had like an old-fashioned camera with him and the weird part is that he actually had a Soviet document on his person from the 50s that claimed that he was 25 years old. So they were very confused about this whole thing mm. because, yeah, he looked the part, but they were kind of like, it's too like 2006. What the hell is he even talking mm, about? Mm. This would would have been like 70 years ago or something crazy. What is up with this dude? So they actually got his photos developed that were on the um on the camera that he had. Mm -hmm. And it actually showed Kiev in the 1950s. 
So they were like legitimate photos from that mm. city and from like, things around the city, like things that were there at that time that are no longer there because they've been replaced by something. Like everything was as it was at that time. And in the photos, there was actually a woman in, in one of them. Um, and so they were really intrigued by this whole thing going like, there's got to be something more to this. So they kind of like dive deeper and they found that there was actually documents about a man who went missing mm. in 1958, who had the exact same name as Sergei. Um, mm. And so this man had a girlfriend and so they actually managed to track her down. So she was in her seventies at this time, um, but they tracked her down and she said that she was dating a man called Sergei Ponomarento. Barishnikov. And he went missing in, um, and he was gone for two years. And she said that at one point he, she received a photo from him and it was him, but he was like an old man. And right. it said that he was from, um, it was from like 2050. And then that was it. She never heard from him again. And so they had that confirmation that, yes, he, like when she looked at the photos as well of like who the guy they had mm. now, she's like, that's him. That's, that was my boyfriend. He disappeared. Um, didn't see him again, got that photo from him, no explanation. That was it. And so they, there's like a whole, there's a few different like ways that this ends, but basically the one that I kept reading was they were like, right, we need to like figure out who this dude is, what the story is. So they brought him to a hotel to put him up for the night. And they said, you need to stay here. We're having a security guard stay outside your room. You can't leave. We want to kind of like figure out who you are, where you came from. Uh, why a hotel? Where else are they going to put him? The jail. He's not in trouble. Yeah, but it's like, what do they like pay for a hotel room? For? Well, I don't know. Like UK, UK with this hotel? Like, I don't do know. you want maybe they have like a government one or something? I don't know. Right. But anyway, um, they put him up. They had security guards. They have like footage of like him going in, security guards around. They go in to get him the next day, gone. What what 2006? 2006, gone. Okay. Never heard from him again. Hmm. Very weird. And he never showed up again? Never showed up again. Which would be so interesting to see if he shows up in 2050. Yes. Yeah. When's that? It's like 25 years away. How old will I be? 50s. Shit. So that's a bit strange. Right. I think the fact that he has like photographic evidence and there's like documentation. And there's a living person who. There's a living person that goes, yes, I know him. He had documentation of his like birth. And everything was just like so legit that people were so confused as to what the hell was going on. Yeah, right. But he never explained like, I think there was like one one story where he said it was like aliens that were transporting him back and forth. Um, but I didn't see too much about it. Like there was no real explanation about how 
he had gotten from one place to the other. Apparently one of the photos showed something weird on there. And he was like, that's the Are the photos like public? Uh, Some of them are, some of them aren't. But of course, the one that had the weird thing in it isn't. It's not, yeah. So I don't know. Okay. So then we have another story. And this kind of goes to your um, theory of like parallel universes. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you are able to slip into them. Mm -hmm. So this is in 1901. We have Charlotte Ann Mobley and Eleanor uh, Jourdain. Mm. So we are in the Francais mm. and they are at the Versailles Palace. Oh, I know this. Sorry. Mm. Mm. This is a very famous one. Um, and so these two women were school administrators. They worked together mm. and they were in the palace and they wanted to go for a walk. Um, it was a nice day, nice and sunny. And they were said, you know what? We're going to go for a walk around the gardens because they're so bloody beautiful. Um, and so that's what they were doing. And so they were walking around and they, they think that they took a wrong turn because they, they just got really like disorientated and didn't know where they were. And they're wandering around trying to figure out, I think they were trying to get to one of the like chateau chateaus. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they got lost. Right. And so anyway, they're kind of like walking around and they said that there was this weird shift in the air like the energy changed and they both became very almost like depressed Mm. um immediately at the same time like they went from like this cheery walk to just feeling like something was just like a weird off like they were just sad and felt really like weird right not not right And then they could hear these like weird noises around them and music playing in the background. But the music wasn't like something they would be used to. What year was this? This is in 1901. Oh, wow. So the music just sounded completely different to what they had heard in those gardens and grounds before. And so they continued to walk and then they would see these like random groups of people walk past and they were all dressed um, like they were from a different era. Like they had like the three point hats, the puffy pants, the long socks. And they were like, what the hell? Is there like a party or something going on? Like even in 1901. Yeah, they were like very differently dressed, Mm -hmm. Um, noticeably dressed and all these people they said were like not really present they were there but not really there they were almost like in this like weird zombie state where they were kind of just existing Mm. and like not really talking to each other but they were walking around together and kind of just I don't know like a bit empty right um and then as they were walking, they reached, where are we? The See, my writing was so bad because I was writing this in the dark and now I can't read it. Here's a, a bit of a tip. If you're writing, don't do it in the dark. I'm not even going to try and pronounce that. They're basically, they reached like a temple. You know those like beautiful temple de la Mo? Nobody can read that. Huh? No, no one can read that. It's like one of those... um. You know, when there's like 
the really beautiful palaces, how they had like their little lakes and then they had mm. the kind of, what did it? What's the word for it? Where you would stand at the lake and it's got covering. Oh, could, rotunda. Yeah, kind of like that, but a fancy one. Um, a rotunda. <laughs> and they said that they saw this. Oh, black, I think it's called le rotunda. That's the one. Mm. They saw this black figure, and immediately they just knew he was bad. Like, and he Ooh. wasn't looking at them either. He was just there and they couldn't really see his face, but they couldn't even really tell if he had a face. He was just oh, this wow. like black figure with a top hat on, very like that. spooky. And then another man actually came up to them at this point and he said to them, ladies, you're going in the wrong direction. And so he then pointed over to this chateau that was over where they had originally wanted to go. And there they could see this figure of a woman who was like in this beautiful white dress. She had really light hair and she was sitting out there sketching. Um, and they, they weren't really like talking to each other, um, but they just knew like they needed to go like they needed to leave and the woman was just like kind of busy doing her own thing and then she kind of like wandered into the chateau and so they turned around where they came from and they kept walking they're like let's let's just go we need to go back Mm. and so as they're walking away they felt like that weight had lifted um, but they didn't talk to each other about it they didn't discuss it they just kind of like went back to their lives And then a week later, they had kind of had time to digest. Mm. And they both were like, what did you see? And so they both like talked and they had the same thing. And they go, you know what she looks like? There's this portrait um, that's up in the chateau of Marie Antoinette. And she's wearing this dress that looked exactly like the dress that Mm. she was wearing. Her hair was the same. And around that date was the time where she was murdered or she was killed. Uh... And so they said, they're like, we think we like slipped back in this weird time lapse where we, it was like time was frozen. And that's why there was such this dense, horrible feeling in the air because this is around the time when she was about to be killed. Um, And so these people were kind of stuck in that time. So it was like, yeah, like a time lapse or like a. What do you? I mean, obviously, like residual energy is a thing, mm. and you have those um, non-sort of like almost conscious uh, spirits, right? Yeah. So they have an activity or a pattern, and they repeat it, right? So it's not. It's just an. It's an energetic sort yeah. of thing. So it, it could have been that they dropped into a different fre- frequency and experienced this sort of energetic. repetitive um thing yeah like a sequence but they also could have unlocked who killed marie antoinette the figure the shadow man yeah so yeah it's a really interesting one because it is time travel in a sense yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. you're seeing the people you're seeing what the energy felt like at that time and then but yeah, they'd kind of like walked into it, like walked into that portal. Do you know what I love? I love that they're like, 
okay, well, I'm never going to talk about that. And then <laughs> two weeks later, they're like, "We really sorry, I just want to talk about something. <laughs> <laughs> like, what was the bus ride home like? So, yeah, there you go. Very nice. interesting. <clears throat> All right. I'll get back to my part two in a little bit. Okay. There's some shit that I need to get to. <laughs> um, this has got about, if you were to look at uh, the Antarctic as the center of a bicycle wheel, the amount of conspiracy theories are all the spokes coming off it. There's a ton of ideas about the Arctic Circle, um, or the Antarctic Circle, what it's about, uh, who lives there, and why there nobody's allowed to go there. So mm. let's just talk about it. Let's talk about it. Okay, okay. Let me just because I've got I've got notes all over the place. So in in nineteen fifty nine, in nineteen fifty nine. 12 countries uh, signed the Antarctic uh, Treaty, uh, which basically meant nobody's allowed to go there uh, at all. Uh, and also that the Antarctic was going to be peaceful um, with no sort of military or any sort of testing, nuclear testing or anything like that. It was completely peaceful. Um, it was that, neutral. That was as a result, yeah, as a result mm. of like the scientific work that was going on down there. Now, there was a gentleman by the name of Admiral Bird. <laughs> was he, it Big Bird? B, no, he was quite small. No, B, <laughs> B, B, B Y R D. So, um, Admiral Byrd uh, was an explorer, and he went to the Antarctic. Now, um, publicly, there's there's footage of him talking about this, where he says, you know, the North Pole is the center of a deep ocean, whereas the South Pole um, is actually the center of a very high plateau, which is about seven or 8,000 feet in elevation, right? So it's more of a, a mountain, right? Um, there's no life down there. In the South Pole? No. The only thing that exists down there is emperor penguins. The other penguins have fled. They it's just matter. too cold. The, the funny thing about this is like, if you actually look up the videos where you can see him talking about this, as he's saying, no life exists down there. He's actually doing that and he's looking off camera. Really? Quite, quite often. And for a guy who is um, an admiral in, um, in the US uh, uh, Air Force. Even they have their bosses, don't they? You'd, yeah, but you'd, you'd kind of presume he'd lock on the camera and just look dead ahead. Um. So he said that there's an area as big as the United States um, that no one's been to, that no one's explored, no one's seen. Um, and has also said that um, there's enough coal down there to fuel the entire earth for a very, very long period of time. Now, he, he passed away in 1957. So this is pre then. So there's oil and there's coal down there. So it's actually a massive natural resource as well. Mm. Um, 
so he he um whenever he passed away his diary was located and in his diary dear diary today <laughs> i went to i just got a message uh, everyone knows <laughs> i just went to the antarctic so during his um uh after his death they found his his, his diary and they lo- located uh, all these stories within there and that then created a thing called the hollow earth theory get this yeah so he was a part of this expedition or this mission called uh, operation high jump uh where after world war ii four thousand troops and him were sent down to the antarctic um any information on this mission is completely classified but essentially it was an invasion on the south pole and against who the idea was that the nazis had um these flying saucers these flying discs this flying disc technology and the four thousand troops were sent down to basically capture them and um, suss out what this technology was. And apparently there was a secret under, underground Nazi uh, like uh, fort. In the South Pole. In the South Pole. What actually happened after that was, according to his diary, that it, 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 there was a battle with um, a fleet of UFOs. Um, and... Um, he came back and said, we need to take defensive actions against the population in Antarctica. So he didn't say the Nazis. He didn't say we need to go down and kill kill the Nazis. He basically said, there's a population down there that need to be uh, taken care of. So whether or not there was information that, because you know, there's like mega structures that the Nazis had and the technology that the Nazis had. Yeah. Apparently huge, right? So Obviously, there's information that led them to the Antarctic um, and led them to the, to believe that it was Nazis. Uh, but it turns out it just wasn't. And the, there was actually a battle that went on down there. So in his diary, he talks about going down there and he went over the ice wall, which is obviously a sheer cliff face mm. of ice. And then said he kept flying and kept flying and kept flying. And then what happened was it broke out into green and rocks and um, uh, forests and whatnot. There is this idea that, or in in his diary, he says that um, he saw a giant hole in the ground. And what happened was him and a few troops flew into that hole and they saw a giant shimmering rainbow city through this hole and what happened was a force or an energy took hold of their planes and landed them for them and then led them to um someone that he called the master and the master basically told him that they were really disappointed in you know the people on the surface of the earth because they were using nuclear weapons and nuclear testing and destroying the entire earth. Now, none of this information was like made public by him. 
it was only after uh, he passed. And so this is from his private journal. Yeah, this is from his diary, what? right? So if you think about the fact that he was on tape looking to the side, he dies, and then a year How later... How did he die? I don't know. I need to look into that. You should. A year later, the Antarctic Treaty was signed. A year after his death. Is that not a bit? Is that not a bit weird? What was his name? His name was Admiral Bird. Admiral Bird. That's B Y R D. Admiral Bird. No. Death. What happened? There you go. What happened? Declining health. He died of heart failure. That's easy. Right. So <clears throat> this hollow earth theory mm, leads to many. Some poisons cause heart failure, don't they? Totally. This hollow earth theory um, is is a part of a bigger conspiracy theory. And now, if you've, I, mean, I told you about this, the the caves in Laos. Yeah. Uh, near Vietnam, Cambodia. So, you know, when the I think it was in the 90s, they discovered this huge cave and it was like miles and miles and miles long um, with complete ecosystems in their forests, like creatures that they'd never seen before um, underground. Not only that, it was like um, you could fit the Empire State Building in. Like they were, these caves were that tall. Mm. So there's this theory, this hollow earth theory that he said he flew into the South, South Pole and that there is a higher being that live underneath the surface. And that's why we're not allowed to go there. Uh, some people believe that it's the Anunnaki, the ancient um, ancient uh, people that I was telling you about in, the our, giants. in our last. It's like the ones from the place I talked about that I can't remember now. Oh, the island? Yeah. So, and that's, and that's, the where, giants. The, that's where this all links in, right? Because that's where they're saying the UFOs come are coming from. They're sending them up from there to look and see what we're doing, and then going back down to the. You South think Pole. because they can like feel disturbances because of like mm. nature and earthquakes and stuff and we're happening. like we're the keepers of the surface and they're the keepers of the depth, the deep, and so you know what we're doing up here affects them down oh, there. Oh, I'd be pissed off too if I was them. And also there's this idea that, you know, the earth is just a way bigger than what we actually believe it to be. And that, you know, and this doesn't really tie in with what Why Admiral wouldn't they Bird want us doing. to know about each other? Like, um, do they know, all know about us, but we don't know about them? Or it's more like their people be as ignorant as us? Look at our track record. It's, if we were to get information like that, what would happen? You'd get a whole heap of people going, I'm going to go down there and fucking see what these guys are all about. Yeah. I'm going to bring my guns yeah. and it would just be all out war. So it's kind of like, Hey, these people are really stupid. They'll probably come down and try and kill you. Let's just prevent them all from coming down there. So like I said, there, there's this idea that it's like ice, 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 ice. And then it's green and rocks and mountains and valleys and rivers and streams. And he, he was on TV and talked about this. Right. So it's not like, it's not like, he just wrote about it and then died. Like he was, he was publicly talking about this. I wonder if these like higher beings have the ability to create weather so that 
they have made these ice walls thinking that would be enough to prevent people from being able to cross and deter them because they're like there's nothing here it's too cold but then if you get past a certain point that kind of drops off and that's why there's that oasis and stuff there because if they are so higher you know surely they would have these abilities to be able to do stuff like that Mm. maybe because it like explain why then it's so cold in certain points but not in others yeah, right. Like it's a defense mechanism. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. But also, <laughs> like, you know, there, you know, if this theory is true, there would have had to be an, an agreement. Like, don't fuck with us, we don't fuck with you. Yeah. And then that's final, right? Um, so so with that, <clears throat> with that sort of like higher being being down there and we're up here, it leads to so many, 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 many ideas about what's going on, who's in control, who's not in control, and why we're not allowed to go down there, right? So fast forward, there's a guy called, uh, oh, we don't know his name. He's a contractor who worked for a company called Raytheon. Now, Raytheon is a defense contractor, um, and like they're an industrial corporation, and they manufactured weapons and military and commercial electronics. Um they were also, they used to be the biggest uh, producer of manufacturer of missiles in the world. So this guy. Like the Stark company. Right. Right. So this guy recently, I'd say in the last 15, 20 years, uh, has come out and spoken out. Now, he basically had said that anything that he says is going on public record uh, in front of um, Congress. So this is all accessible and you can read it all. So he was a contractor and he was working on a neutrino light array down there. Um, so in 2010, he was there for a year and he was working as an electrician and as a firefighter down there in, in the Antarctic. And he basically has said that the technology they've got down there is like super extreme. Um, he was working on a thing called an ice cube new neutrino detector um and it was used for passive listening for purposes of science so they've got these things called doms which are like things embedded in the ground and they've got um 5160 of them and each of them transmit 2047 volts right so he said it's effectively a multifaceted directed energy weapons platform so it's pretty serious shit he was down there working on this thing and he basically had no access pass because he was like leading leading uh these jobs um and he said that because it's like it's like a high speed energy detection thing and he said with the high speed vehicles that are floating on the ground and in the air they need this technology to detect where they are. Um, and he said, so essentially it's like an air traffic control center uh, for onward and offward vehicles. Um, and it also has a system for faster than light communications. And you kind of go, why, why do we need that? Like, Not for this who, planet. Who, who needs that? Um, so this dude who hacked NASA... <laughs> Um, and knows that there's faster than light vehicles floating around over the sky, as I'm sure you've all seen from 
all the videos that are getting leaked online. Yeah. He's saying that's why we need this technology. Um, in 2010 and 2011, they continued operating and they fired it up, this, this reactor, this machine. And what actually happened that day was the Christ, Christchurch earthquakes. <gasps> so what he said is that this stuff they've got going on down there is actually an earthquake causing machine. Oh my God. So they that's did it. So they, funny. That ties in with something I'm about to talk about. They did it twice that day. And there was two earthquakes and then they redirected it. And then the earthquake stopped. Um, that is so weird that you said that. But he said, there's a lot of equipment down there that is running for nefarious purposes. Now I didn't know the word nefarious. I'd heard it before, but I never looked it up. But nefarious is wicked or criminal. Um, he also said he witnessed a powerful green laser shooting straight up into the into the sky, into the cosmos. And he said, now this was either um, for communication or for defense purposes. But he said, what they've got down there is excessive for what they say it's for. So they say this base is for X research, but, that's but the technology they've got that. down there is far beyond that. Um, and he also said that he believes that the power source that they're looking for down there is like nuclear and, um, it was there, uh, before the treaty, um, or it's exotic, which obviously means not of this earth. And that means it negates the responsibility of the Antarctic treaty, which means they can toy with it. Because it would never, if it was, it wasn't, if it wasn't known about before the treaty, that means it's not included. So it's a loophole. So if they're mm. fucking with the technology that they've discovered down there, they're allowed to because it's not included within the treaty. Um, so there's definitely something weird going on so down there. Weird. Um, we don't know what it is there's definitely a number of theories and another theory of that is um if you look at the the flat earth theory is that and if you've seen the maps um is that you've got um you know the north pole here and the planets dotted or the, the countries dotted around it then you've got the ice wall that encircles it and then if you go over the ice wall it leads to other continents so there's like literally people that have created maps of other continents that are over the ice wall. Mm. I don't believe in the flat earth theory. No, I don't either. Uh, if you do, great. You know, uh, Gotta believe in something. party on. Um, but I do think it's highly, highly, highly possible. Um, and there are many, many people that have, you know, I think back this up is that our world is a lot bigger than what we're told it is. Yeah. And that countries, if you look at an actual map of the world. Is there a lot missing? Yeah. Well, proportionately, countries just aren't what they look like on a map. Mm. Like they're they're bigger, they're smaller, they're in different positions. Like why do you fly via X country to get to that country? It's because actually if you look at it, it's on a map or, or on a globe. It doesn't make sense, but if you look at it actually, it does make sense. Um, and also that the Antarctic is way bigger than what 
we think it is. So if you actually look at the North Pole, it's actually tiny. Yeah. If you look at the South Pole, it's fucking huge. Um, and you know, people do, oh, we do pleasure uh, trips down to the Antarctic, but yeah, you're in the you tourist center. Yeah, you don't go very far. There's a bit that this guy, Admiral Byrd, talks about, which is like the back end of the earth, the size of America. That's not that's not the Antarctic is the size of America. The bit that nobody's looked at is the size of America. Interesting. So there's so many different ways you could talk about this, like um, aliens, um, government conspiracies, cover-ups. Bit of everything put together. Yeah. But that is Antarctic. Cool. That fascinates me so much. Interesting. Thoughts? I look, it's it's kind of like with anything, isn't it? You go, how like we'll never know because they just don't tell us yeah. anything. And then and there's it opens up to so many questions, like like what I was saying before, do the people that are there know about us or are they like kept in the dark as well? They would definitely know. Um they're way smarter than us. But they're people. Like, do they no, have they're, like no, civilizations? They're no. Well, if he flew his plane in and an energy took over the plane and like guided it's like it Star in, Star Wars, he said it was a rainbow, like crystal kind of city. Interesting. We just don't know anything. They're like, do they're we? like the higher beings that run. That's Earth. so cool. Hey everyone, I'm just going to pause today's episode for a moment. I hope you're enjoying it. It sounds super interesting. If you're enjoying this podcast and you're thinking, hey, how could I support this show? Then the best way to do that is to jump over to Patreon and become one of my patrons where you'll get access to additional content, videos, bonus episodes of Ritual with Amy Harvey, that is me, learning tools to help you on your witchy path and special discounts to my online store, rosongcottage.com. Take it away, voiceover guy. That's right. Simply head to patreon.com forward slash Cottage to get all the goodies and support your favorite podcast in the entire world, Ritual with Amy Harvey. Now, back to the show. So I have my part two. This one is, it's funny. Yeah. What's one of the things that you said <laughs> is funny because it appears in this as okay. well. But when you're talking about time travel, there is one thing in particular that I am fascinated by. And I think if you are a nineties kid, you will also be that way because we grew up watching it and Back now it's future. starting to all make sense. Is it Back to the Future? No, this oh. is about whether or not the Simpsons ah. are time travelers. I'm not talking about the characters. I'm talking about Matt the creators. Yeah. Is he a time traveler? Now, when you like look listen to it that way, you go, that's ridiculous. But the but, yeah. amount of things the Simpsons have predicted is insane. And not just like, like there are all these little things, but there are really massive things as well too. And this is like not a prediction of a week or two. This is like 10 years before it even happened. So specific that you go, what the actual hell 
is going on. Can I ask? So there's a really, really, really famous one, and I'm sure anybody who's listening to this has seen it. That and Trump? it's President Trump yeah. going down the escalator and people holding signs and a person drops the sign behind the glass mm-hmm. and he's going down with Mel- Melana? Melania. Melania. Mm. I thought that somebody said, nah, bullshit, that was actually after it happened. No, it wasn't. Really? No, I'll get to that in a second. Mental. So what I have here is a list of some of the things that they have predicted with the dates of when it aired compared to when it actually occurred. Mm, There are so many. I didn't do all of them because there's like literally hundreds of them. Um, this is a woman who are... has zero time in her day. Zero time. And she's written down stats and facts. I do. Anyway. Okay. Um, we need to give you more jobs. So let's go from the beginning. Oh, sorry. Some of them I didn't do dates. <laughs> like the first one. Well, I'm just <laughs> lazy. So there is an episode about the common man going to space. So you might remember Homer Simpson going to space. Is that Barney as well? Uh, I thought you said there was non-alcoholic champagne. It is. And so (laughs) they thought it was just interesting because soon they are going to be sending normal people, non-astronaut people to space in a very similar fashion without the potato chips. Well, William Shatner went up. Jeff Bezos went Mm. up. So that was just the first one. Okay. Second one is the smart watches. So... As you all know, we've all got watches now that basically do everything for us. But in 1994, The Simpsons had an episode where they were in the future and someone had a watch that looked just like an Apple watch and it basically did all the exact same things. Mm. But at that point, like, when did the internet even kick in? Um, Was it like 97? Yeah. 96, 95? So in 1994, we wouldn't even be anywhere near thinking about having well, a smartwatch. So yeah. in fairness, and I will, I'm not trying to quash your, your dreams, but like <laughs> if you look at like Star Trek, like they had the FaceTime mm-hmm. and like technologists took a lot from like sci-fi kind mm-hmm. of stuff but that doesn't i wouldn't say the simpsons are in the same category because the no. simpsons do some weird yeah so in 2012 there was an episode showing lady gaga and she was performing at the super bowl halftime show <gasps> and she was flying around the um audience and in 2017, Lady Gaga <laughs> was the halftime entertainment and she was lifted up into the sky and flown around the audience. <laughs> I remember that. In 1998, Homer suggested that Disney should merge with 20th Century Fox. March 2019, Disney announced a $71 billion merger with Fox. In 2000, they see their, oh, so this is it. In in, uh, the year 2000, there is an episode where they see their future and Lisa is the president. Yep. And her job is that she is tasked with fixing the economy after a Trump presidency. And then there's this whole scene 
where Trump is coming down the escalator. Someone drops a sign and he's with Melania and whatever. 2016 that occurred and he became president. So this was 16 years before any of this was happening. They predicted he would be the president, that this would happen and the economy would go to shit because of it. And then it happened. They've all, they also had a president, uh, Schwarzenegger. Was that before he was before. the governor? Mm-hmm. 2010. Homer and Marge compete in the Winter Olympics in curling. Mm-hmm. The US won a gold medal and defeated Sweden. That year, that in in that episode, they were like oh. competing for the U.S. and they beat Sweden. In 2018, the U.S. won a gold medal after they defeated Sweden, and that was like the first time they'd ever. Was it a husband and wife? Um, I'm not sure of the specifics. Yeah. Uh, in 1995, they had FaceTime um phones. Mm. In Skype was invented in 2003. In 1993, uh, the people of Springfield caught the Osaka flu. Tell me if this sounds familiar. The people were all bedridden. They all had symptoms that were just like the common cold and they had to stay home until they found a cure. Weird. And Osaka is sounds Japanese, Yeah. And Japan is near. 2006, this one's a a very recent one. In 2006, there was an episode where Homer and his dad, his new dad, go into a small submarine down onto the ocean floor because they want to explore the ruins of a ship. The submarine gets stuck. He loses all the oxygen and then it explodes. Uh, there is, oh, this one, this one freaked me out a little bit. So there is an episode where the Simpsons go to New York. Yeah. This was Gal-gal-ash. before, um, 9-11 happened. Yes. Oh, and we so watched this. the kids watch this like they, two days ago. Yeah. They buy a map in it and the map is $9. And so on the map, you see the nine. And next to it is the Twin Towers. And so it actually looks like 9-11. Holy shit. I know. Well, hold on. You can't go on. Like that just I blows know. my Isn't freaking crazy? mind. I know. And to be honest, like the kids watch that episode. The kids have just got into The Simpsons. And to be honest. We shouldn't the, have been watching it when we were kids. When you whenever my parents were like, say. you're not allowed to watch it. And I'm like, nah, I'm allowed to. And I was like 10. Now I'm like, I get it. Like there's stuff about sex and all sorts of stuff. I know. But that episode, the kids watched the other day. And I was like, Cog Kalash, Cog Kalash. Yeah. And then he was like, uh, Crab Juice. Uh, that, that really stuck out. But the Twin Towers played a massive part yeah. in that episode because that's obviously where his car was parked. Yeah. But yeah, if you look at the map, it says 9-11. Oh, fuck. Uh, in 1993, there were characters that were very similar to Siegfried and Roy. 
They were on stage with a white tiger yep. and the white tiger attacked yeah, them. The, yep. 2003, Siegfried and Roy were on stage. Their white tiger literally attacked Roy in exactly and the same them. way that happened on The Simpsons. And killed them. Yeah. This one's a, a crazy one. So there's an episode where Homer uh, wants to become an inventor. Oh, yep, yep, And yep. he's standing in with front. With the chair, with the legs at the back of it. He's standing in front of a board, a blackboard, and he's written this equation on there. Yes. So the equation was actually used in 2011, and this equa- equation was uh, to prove the existence of the God particle, mm. which explains how everything in the universe has mass. Mm. So that was a real thing. Mm. That was a real equation. But the Simpsons solved it before. This was before. It was solved. Yeah, this was like, tw- like 20, 20 yeah. like 2000 or it, something. And yeah. this happened in 2012. I heard about that. Mm. It's like whenever they came to that equation, somebody went, oh, they've, they've already done that. Yeah, it was on the Simpsons. And they'd already solved it. Yeah. And so... There's like uh, so what, like what do you there's so many things like they predicted when Toys R Us was gonna close down, they predicted just like things that you go like you wouldn't even really click because some of them are so small. But I think looking, Well the sum would be subtle like that that sum would be subtle as you fun. wouldn't even think twice yeah, about it. Until when some... you well, even the nine eleven thing, we would like we didn't click anything because we didn't know. And even now you'd kind of go, oh, yeah, whatever. But the Trump thing with the, 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 Trump, the Trump thing, thing going down so the escalator, specific. the dropping the poster thing, always like, it almost gave me shivers whenever it's I saw so it. Weird. And then I read a comment. If you haven't seen that, it, you should Google it because it's it's fucking weird. But I read a comment that, that someone said that episode came out after no, that. No, okay. it was before. Okay. I remember watching that as a kid as well, that episode. Really? And so, yeah, there's just so many things that you go, there has to be something. So what do you, what do you think, Skinner? Do you think Matt Groening is... Either he's the most amazing psychic in the world. It's the weirdest coincidence. Psychic? Maybe he's got like... Um, he can see the sort future. Of like, what, the Premonitions. Dreams, the dreams. Premonitions. No. What do you call the dreams? Astral. What? Whenever you dream about stuff, not, I mean, aren't premonitions like whenever you're awake? They can be both. Oh, okay. Or prophecy. Yeah. They can be. Maybe he has like just like really vivid images in his head and he goes, all right, guys. So Maybe. what's going to happen is this, this, and this. It could, who knows? But and then they there, do there it. has to be something more to it because you go, yeah, one or two things maybe. But when you like look at the amount of stuff, mm. you go, what the actual hell? Has he been interviewed about this? I'd, I don't know. Um. So, yeah, that's my one. The sum, the sum thing is The sum bizarre. thing is weird. It's so weird. If you go on TikTok as well, there's so many. I was just like scrolling through and they actually show like um, even like things where they, um, the family are standing on a rooftop watching a dragon fly around and burn a city to the ground. And it's literally the exact same scene from Game of Thrones where Khaleesi goes crazy and is flying around on a dragon burning the city to the ground. And that was before Game of Thrones even aired. 
So there's like all these little things that are just, you, okay. they could just be pure is, coincidence, but there's so many. But is there a possibility that, that the writer and director of Game of Thrones saw that episode and took inspiration and went, from it? Like, well, I wrote I mean. a sketch one night, like I wrote a sketch years ago and I was like, um, I was like, oh, it'd be great if there was like this guy who was like, welcome to jazz club. And he's smoking a cigarette. And I'm like, oh, oh, this whole sequence worked out. And then years later, I saw a sketch. And it was a guy going, welcome to jazz club. It very and well I was like, could oh. be. But then did the tiger watch the Simpsons and go, I'm going to attack my owners on stage? Or Well, did... that might have just been like, that's a given. That's and there's so many, that's what I mean. There's so many things you go, that's a coincidence. But how many coincidences that I need to be until you go, maybe it's not. Hmm. Because some of them are very specific. Like even the flu thing. The poster drop thing. was The poster yeah. drop with Trump is weird. Yeah. And who would have thought the bloody Trump would have been president? You know? Well, that was the thing about the Simpsons was like they always like made uh, like the absurd normal. Like, you know, they always like took the piss out of Fox. and was yeah. like Fox News. <laughs> what are you going to learn from that? Yeah. And it's then, like, crazy. even whenever uh, was it Lisa became president, they were like former President Trump is on the phone, yeah, or something like that, yeah. Very bizarre. Hmm. There you go. There's a little rabbit hole you can all dive into now. Yeah. Hmm. It's a fun one. I think out of time travel, that is probably the most fascinating. I know. One. Yeah. I know. Because it's just so, it's so weird. Mm. You just can't explain it. Mm. What do you think? What do you think? Let what me know. Let me know in the comments. Uh, but there you go. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure. Always. Lovely to We'll come back with you. another one of these. We need to the moon landing. Um, yeah. Th there's a... There's so much. What was I going to do? There's so much to that. Is it Stanley Kubrick or is it uh, oh, real? I don't want I want to do um, Diana. Oh. Mm, it's a sad one, but an interesting one because I saw some things about it recently and I was like, that's fucking weird. It's so weird. And if you have like requests. Yeah, let us know. What the more random, the better. Yeah. yeah. Like the birds are cameras one. Something weird that <laughs> like we wouldn't have heard of that we get to have fun and dive into and look at all the crazy people. Yeah. Um, Not that you're crazy if you believe that. No. I'm totally fine with people who have conspiracy theories. I think, to be honest, conspiracy theories are an amazing way to show that people actually think. Yeah, and they question things. To be honest, I have a whole page, and I was going to read them out. I'm not going to do it now because I think this episode has gone way over time. Um, but I was going to read out a list of conspiracy theories that actually became true. Um, because sometimes they're not theories. Like, I mean, let's not get into this discussion, but I'll have it anyway. Okay. Um. There's that whole theory about, you know, uh, the the COVID vaccine mm. and, uh, yeah. and how it was going to just mess everyone up. And there's now 
you know, people who are like dying of certain things or having certain medical issues as a result, they think of the vaccine. And, you know, everyone laughed at the anti-vaxxers and then all of a sudden people are like, oh, I'm not getting another vaccine. Maybe they were right. Um, so there's that whole discussion as well. And I, I'm not getting another one either. But, um, you know, I think that there's validity in a conspiracy theory because it means people are thinking and I mean, they're not just being told what to do. Anything's possible. Look at this point, I wouldn't be surprised about anything really. At this point, I would love 10 acres, a house in the middle of it. I'd turn the TV off and that'd be it. <laughs> off grid million bucks in the bank. Mm, five. And then just like, I'd be fine. I'd vote. Oh, I'd be so fun. Mm. Be great. As long as online shopping can be dropped off. Well, there is that as well. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I can say good Amazon and Netflix <laughs> and all that thing. Yeah. Yeah. And if I need help, like I want the police. Yeah. And stuff. Totally. Um, but thank you all for listening. Uh, and you can probably hear the moment when my brain left my body and went, why are you still awake? So now I just have whatever words are remaining in. And I'm done. <laughs> That's it. She's done. I'm done. Um, um, no, but thank you so much for listening. I feel like there was something I wanted to say. Mm, no 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 i think that's it do you um it was just nice to meet you and always um really like good to talk um if you want to like hear more or see more or whatever uh go oh. to amy's uh patreon uh which is a wonderful uh service thank you uh, that she offers um and also uh go to the tiktoks and the instagrams uh, and the facebooks and um click on the follows and the likes and the all that sort of stuff yeah um, do those things They're well yeah people. and also if you notice you may be a follower on instagram but not on tiktok um but it's different content yeah I'd, I'd try and post different things because like that's boring yeah that's boring. <laughs> uh it's not the same it's not the same content no. um and if you like more of that then there's like i said there's patreon where we have episodes we have um pdfs we have all the things all the magical information all the stuff good good sales patty thanks uh, but thank you all for listening and I hope you have a wonderful day, night, afternoon, morning, evening, whatever it is. And um, we'll be back. Yeah. Yeah. They can't see you wave. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye.